The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Fantasy football fans, listen up. It is not too late to join the 450,000 people that have already downloaded Draft this season. You get to play in a real live snake draft, but you're in under five minutes, and they last for just one week. You can join one right now for week three. Best part, you're playing for cold, hard cash. And get this, your chances of winning are 80% better than on the salary cap sites. All new players get a free entry into a real money draft when you make your first deposit. But you got to use the promo code EVENMONEY, our promo code. That's right. Play a real money game for free just by using the promo code EVENMONEY. It gets even better. Draft.com is so sure you'll love it that they're even offering my listeners a money-back guarantee up to $100. Just search Draft in your app store or go to draft.com and come play free right now with promo code EVENMONEY. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast, and it is so fun to do these things coming off a week like we had. He is the maestro, Steve Fezzik, at Fezzik Sports on Twitter. I am a former offensive lineman at Ross Tucker NFL on Twitter. We're presented by betonline.ag, the online gaming website of choice for the Even Money podcast with the best odds and fast payouts. Steve, of course, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling. And I'm a former offensive lineman, like I said, that I guess this is year three or year four for me now with telling you what I think in terms of the lines and the totals. And man, oh man, Stevie, did we have a week. Let's dive into it, Steve. By the way, I love that you're coming to us live from the uh, Vegas trip today. So we'll go through it. For the week, Steve, you were up 11, a whopping 11 units. I beat you, though. I was up 12 units. It was so fun to watch all the scores of the games coming in. I love winning. I love this. Anyway, for the season... You are now up 18 big units. I'm up 12 units. And how about this? 
we were seven for eight on our combined best bets. You know, when you and I agree on something. So we're 11 for 14 on the season thus far. Uh, for the Thursday nighter, we both nailed the, the under on the Texans Bengals, but we, we lost on Cincinnati. Boy, what a disappointment they were. So it was a push. We gained one unit, lost a unit. We both won on Tennessee against Jacksonville. You put two units on. I only put one on. We both won on Tennessee, uh, on Baltimore, Cleveland, and the under, um, although you did a teaser deal. Um, but I got two units on the under. You had one unit on the under, and you teased that game with the Carolina game, which I also took the under on that one, which was two units. So then you get to New England. We both had a unit on the Patriots. They came through. That's another one for us. You put two units on Indy in the game I was at, getting seven and a half. That came through two more for you. You did lose the two units for the Eagles and the Chiefs on the over by half a point, Steve. Half a point. And what was a disaster is that if you bet that on Sunday morning, you might have won and you might have pushed because the total actually dropped down a point. Uh, Then we both won uh, on another best bet with the under on the Bucks and the Bears. Keep it going. We both had two units on the Broncos against the Cowboys. They obviously crushed the Cowboys. I had a unit on the Dolphins. That came through for me. You passed that one. I had a unit on the under for Raiders-Jets. Boy, I got blown out of the water. I really lost that one. Then how about, I think my first ever three-star play was the under for the Niners and the Seahawks. The total was 42.5. The final score was 12-9. I got three units. You got two units. That was a best bet. And that was the total for the week. And I guess my big question, Steve, about the week moving forward is we won a lot of best bets on a lot of unders. Think about it. Bengals, Texans, Ravens, Browns, Carolina against Buffalo, Chicago, Tampa Bay, and then, of course, the Niners and the Seahawks. Scoring has been down this year for whatever reason. Do you think that Vegas will realize this, the, the odds makers, and start to adjust the lines? Because it feels like, just like you say, you know, the odds are wrong for the season win totals because they add up to 16.1 or whatever. Is, there, is Vegas off right now on these total numbers? They were off. Unfortunately, 65% of NFL games have gone under, and the odds makers are not dummies. They make adjustments, and in my opinion, they'll probably overreact, and the betters will overreact, and you will start to see value on the overs. Historically, weeks one and two in the NFL every year are lower scoring than other weeks. So it might be time to selectively start looking at more overs, if not this week, certainly next week. Well, at any rate, uh, for the year, you're already up 18 units. I'm up 12 and the best bets, we are 11-3, and three. 11 out of 14 we have hit on. I'm curious also, Steve, another question. When you have something like this, okay, do you 
does it make you cautious the next week at all, knowing it's not sustainable and that there will be some regression here? I tend to be a slightly more optimistic when I'm on a winning streak. So if I've been betting, say, 2,000 a game, I would then bet like 2,300 a game. I'd make a slight increase. Clearly, I'm seeing the ball correctly, but I would make no dramatic increase. Further, I would say I've always found very early in any season, any sport to be easier to win. So maybe I would mute that a little bit because it doesn't surprise me that we did very well weeks one and two. It's much harder to pick winners weeks four, five, six, and weeks one and two. So all those out there who have been tailing us, caution, I am sure Ross and I are going to have a week where we don't go 7-1 on our best bets. We'll go 1-6 and six one week. It is a certainty. All right. Well, let's do it, Bry. All right, Ross, Thursday night, Rams at the 49ers, L.A. two-and-a-half point favorites with a total, again, a low total, 39-and-a-half. Still not really buying uh, the L.A. Rams right now. The Niners have struggled, struggled offensively, but they did run the ball pretty effectively against Seattle on the road. Now they're playing at home. I think that their running game is starting to click. And in general, I believe that more teams will be one and two and two and one than three and zero oh and zero oh and three. So I'm actually going to put. I think the Niners win this game outright. I'm going to put a unit on the Niners, and I still do expect it to be low scoring. I'm going to put two units on the under. I know that's a low number, but one unit on the Niners, two units on the under thirty nine point five. I'm going to lean to the Niners with you. Uh, not enough for me to make them a best bet. Part of the reason is that Gore popped the 60-yard run, so their their rushing stats are skewed. They still can't move the ball at all. I agree with you with the under. Gosh, I like this a lot better at 41 than 39 and a half. Um, but we've been red hot. I'll go ahead and ride the wave of best bets. We'll go one unit under 39 and a half. The best bet. Steve, let's go to Sunday morning. Baltimore and Jacksonville, they're playing in London. The Ravens, three-and-a-half-point favorites with a total of 40. I do think that the Ravens are overrated. They pounded the two Ohio teams, plus seven in turnover differential, which the wise guys fully believe to not be sustainable to continuously win the turnover battle. The key here for me is Jacksonville has been to London five consecutive years. They lost the first two years. They won the last two. Like any business trip, Brian, when you go to a new city, it's an acclimation process. You go to the city you're used to, the road trip you're used to, you're used to the hotel and everything about it, especially this quirky trip. And Baltimore's got um, the Pittsburgh Steelers on deck. Everything points to Jacksonville. Two units, Jacksonville plus four. Wow, interesting. Um, I, I was debating this game. I, I would probably lean Baltimore. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass this game from the line standpoint. But I'm still going to put a unit on the under. Both teams have really good defenses. Both teams struggle to move the ball. Actually, I take that. I'm putting two units on the under. I'm 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 feeling the under. The weather's always kind of crappy over there and rainy. Bortles will throw at least a couple picks. I don't see Baltimore moving the ball all that well. I think this feels like a 17-14 game. So. Two units on the under across the pond, and I will be there. Very much looking forward to it and hopefully meeting up with uh, some of the listeners on Friday at, I think it's called the Monkey Puzzle. 
4 to 5.30 p.m. on Friday. I'm meeting up with any listeners that, that want to have a daddy soda with me. I don't get that opportunity to do that very often. Looking forward to it. Well, I know some people are looking forward to Cleveland and Indianapolis. I don't know who, but some people are. Cleveland, one-point favorites. Steve, uh, total 40 and a half. Got to go with the Colts uh, just because it's so wrong to write a Cleveland favorite. Two units on the Indianapolis Colts plus the one. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I thought that the Colts actually played pretty decently on Sunday against Arizona. I thought Jacoby Brissett was solid. They're home again. Jacoby Brissett uh, should be more comfortable. So I like, I like the Colts for two units as well. I think they win the game outright. I also like um, two units on the under. These are two more teams that can't really score. I don't think that they get to 40.5. I think neither team hits 20. So three straight games, I'm putting two units on the under. I am, I am riding high on the under here. The best bet. Ross, Pittsburgh Steelers, seven and a half point favorites at the Chicago Bears with a total of 44. Feels about right in terms of the, uh, the line, but this is another one. I mean, Chicago can't score. They are inept offensively, but they have a pretty solid defense. The Steelers' offense hasn't really kicked into gear as of yet. So I, I can't believe I'm doing it, but I'm doing another two units on the under for Pittsburgh-Chicago. I am going to be I'm going to be in the red before you know it with all these two-unit bets. But I I'm just looking at it, and I don't I think this maybe 21-17, 24-10. Something like that. I don't, I don't think it gets to 44. That number surprises me. Give me two units on the under. Pittsburgh is not nearly as good a team on the road, especially offensively. I know the Bears have a really, really long injury report, but seven and a half. I'm going to back the Bears for two units. And for two units, yep. And I'm going to agree with Ross. I don't think Pittsburgh is going to score enough to get this game over. Two units on the under, best bet. The best bet. Steve, the Miami Dolphins minus six at the New York Jets. Total there, 42. So my power ratings make the Dolphins a seven-and-a-half-point favorite, but I just have to pass this game. And the reason being is it's, this is the Dolphins' fifth straight week on the road. They finished the preseason with two road games, and they went to Oxnard, California for a week during the hurricane to practice. They played the game in L.A., and now they go to New York, and guess what? Next week they get to go to London, Ross. So all the distractions of packing for the London trip on top of coming home, you know how that must be like away from the family for two weeks and then three days to spend with them. Distracted ball club, pass. Yeah, I'm going to pass this one as well. Um, I was thinking under here, but the, the Jets' offense has actually been a little bit better than I thought it was I got burned by going with the Jets on the under last week so I am passing this game I'd probably I'd probably still lean under but I don't feel good enough about it to put any units on it and I'd probably lean to the Dolphins but again I, I think that they probably win by about one score so I'm passing that one all right Ross Denver Broncos minus three at the Buffalo Bills total 40 and a half Bills defensively have been very, very good, as have the Broncos. So this is another total I, I just don't understand. I think this is going to be a hard-fought game for the Denver Broncos. I don't think that they'll win um, by a lot. I do think that they'll end up winning the game. I think they're the better team. 
Now, their offense has been pretty good under Trevor Simeon, but Buffalo's defense is pretty pretty impressive. I'm putting two more units on the under here, under 40.5. Yeah, the, the issue I have with these totals is just that they're so much lower than we've seen historically. You can go over 40.5 without any offense, just with one fluky punt return. Um, and I'm worried that the Bills held – Carolina in check is Cam Newton could not hit any of his open receivers and Simeon's playing well. I'm going to pass the game. All right, Steve, the Houston Texans at the new England Patriots Patriots minus 13 and a half total 44. Seems like every year, this is the game that the Texans should absolutely cover. And yet the Patriots somehow wind up winning by 16. That's what Patriots do. I'm going to pass. Agreed. I'm not laying 13 points with this Patriots team, and the total feels about right to me. Um, although the, the, the history with Belichick and rookie quarterbacks is really interesting and surprising. I think five of them have beat them. You know, guys like Colt McCoy and Geno Smith. It's really it, it's a head-scratcher to me, but I'm, not, I'm, I'm staying away from that one. All right, Ross, New Orleans at Carolina. Panthers minus six, total 46.5. Yeah, you know, they're putting a lot of faith here in the Saints' offense, I guess, because Carolina has been offensively inept, and now they lost Greg Olson. So I, I don't know how this game gets to 47 other than the Saints' defense just being that bad. And I guess 24 to 23 could probably get to about that point. I'll put one unit on the under in this one. The Saints offense not clicking, and now Cam Newton has to deal without having his security blanket and Greg Olson for the first time. One unit on the under 47 for me. Ross, I think you nailed this handicap. Olson's one of those guys that kind of flies under the radar. Is so important to the offense, but he's not flashy, so there wasn't a big adjustment. And if Carolina's not going to score many points, I don't see the Saints lighting up the Panther defense under 47, two units, best bet. The best bet. Steve, the Tampa Bay Bucks, three and a half point favorites at the Minnesota Vikings, and the total is off the board. You know, I got to be honest, I really didn't do my work on this one with the Bradford uncertainty, so I'm just passing the game. No, I don't know. I mean, he, he practiced today. We're recording this a little bit later than we normally do. It's 5.30 p.m. Eastern. He practiced today but didn't do much. I just don't know how you bet games like this. I mean, it's a totally different game in every way, depending on whether or not he plays. We saw that last week with Case Keenum, and I've gotten burned before already this season, like that Giants-Cowboys game by somebody not playing. I'm just not going to do that. All right, what about Atlanta at Detroit, Ross? The Falcons' three-point favorites are total 50-and-a-half. Boy, that, that total feels high. 50-and-a-half is a high number. The, the Falcons' defense has been flying around, playing pretty decent. The Lions' defense has played much better. I know the Falcons were impressive offensively on Sunday against the Packers. I think that they probably win the game by about three points, but this is another one where I'm putting two units on the under. I'm, I'm an under-lover until I, until I see differently. Two units on the under, under 50-and-a-half. Going to pass the total. I think it's about right. I do think that the Lions are going to have all kinds of trouble down the road, but I think this is a good spot for them. That I think the crowd is really going to be revved up, and 
Atlanta might be down a little bit off of their home opener in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So Lions in a close game, we'll take them plus three one unit. All right, Steve, the Giants at the Eagles, Philadelphia minus six, total 43. Wow, wow. I was going to play the Giants because the look-ahead line in this game was three, and it's been corrected all the way to six. But you know what? And I'm not supposed to do this as a professional gambler. I'm supposed to just run my numbers and bet where there's value. I watch those Giants, and I'm like, no way am I risking my hard-earned money on this dysfunctional team. I pass. I'm passing as well. I, I think the Eagles win the game. I wouldn't be surprised if it's between a touchdown and 10 points, but these are desperate times, desperate measures for the NFL, for the Giants. And, you know, I've just seen this story too many times, you know, where a team looks terrible on Monday night and they come back and for somehow, some way, you know, they play better the next week. I think the Giants will play better. They almost have to, they can't play much worse. I'm going to pass this game. I would lean Philadelphia, laying the six points. I would lean that way, but I'm not going to do it. Ross, Seattle is at Tennessee. The Titans, two-and-a-half-point favorites. And our total, again, pretty low, 42-and-a-half. It's a little surprising to me the Titans are favorites. And the news just came out that Corey Davis, who's their best receiver, he officially already has been ruled out for the game on Sunday with his hamstring injury. So, what was he, the fifth overall pick in the draft? He's out for the game. That doesn't help the Titans offensively. Um, I think there's a decent chance that Seattle wins the game. I just haven't seen that, though, from them this year to have the faith or the confidence to put a bet down on them. Typically, I would, I would, I'd still lean Seattle, but I'm, I'm not going to show faith in them because they haven't shown that they can score any points. You nailed it, Ross. Seattle, their O-line, they are not able to move the ball. And frankly, Mariota's been a disappointment to me. I know they put up a lot of points in that second half. That was all about Blake Bortle turnovers more than a whole bunch of offense from the Titans. So I'm going to play the under the 42 and a half, uh, two units. Steve, Kansas City at the Los Angeles Chargers, KC minus three with a total of 47 and a half. Wow, up to 47 and a half. And I got to tell you, this was my larger, one of my larger bets on the over back when it was 45 and a half, and I hate to go away from it because I do think that this one has shootout written all over it. I love what the Chiefs are doing on offense, and I do think with a brand-new head coach that the Chargers are going to get their offense. they got so many weapons in track as well. One unit over. Yeah, I don't know. To me, it feels like it'll be similar, I think, to the game that they just played against the Eagles, which was 27-20 and hit 47. So, now that it's 47 and a half, I'll pass. And I think the, you could make every game the Chargers play for the rest of eternity the Chargers plus three. And you can pretty much guarantee to get a push because that's what happens every game. The Chargers somehow lose by a field goal. It's, it's the most unbelievable thing. I, I wish I could bet on that somehow, Steve. How do I bet on the Chargers to lose every game by a field goal this season? Because that's what that's the bet I want to make. It's it's it is uncanny. I will pass the game. All right, Cincinnati at Green Bay and the Packers nine point favorites with a total of forty four and a half. Ross, this is interesting because the Packers played Sunday night. They're pretty beat up. We don't know the status of Jordy Nelson. The Bengals played last Thursday. 
This is kind of like the Giants. Desperate times call for desperate measures. They fired their coordinator. There's usually a reaction to that. Again, Green Bay is pretty beat up. I'm going to surprise some people here. I'm going to put one unit on the Cincinnati Bengals to keep this game closer than people anticipate. One unit on the Bengals. I am going to lean with the Bengals. I just can't quite pull the trigger, but I did want to ask you a question, Ross. As a former player, when you had a coordinator or a coach fired that was not well-liked by the locker room, and all reports are that that's the case here in Cincinnati, we could pretty much count on a maximum happy effort, correct? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think that there's always going to be a reaction after. I think Joe Mixon gets the ball more. I think A.J. Green gets the ball more, and the the Packers are beat up. I mean, I think they'll still win. I just think the Bengals will at least score a touchdown or two this game. I mean, they're not going to go three straight games without scoring a touchdown. You know? That's not going to happen. So that's kind of how I look at it. All right, moving on. Sunday night football, the Oakland Raiders, three-point favorites at the Washington Redskins. Big total of 54. And big yeah. for a reason. You know, I like. I like two parts of this game. I really think we're staring at a shootout. I think both teams are going to get to 27. I really like what Oakland's doing on offense, and I really think that their defense is still completely vulnerable. I don't know who's going to win, which means i got to take the plus three with Washington for two units. I'm going to take the over, 54, really big total, two units as well. Wow. Yeah, I'm not, I, I think the Raiders' defense has been a little bit better than anticipated. And I don't, I don't know that they get there. Fifty-four feels like a lot. Um, I don't, I don't think it gets there. I would probably, I don't think I'd lean under. I think I don't, I don't really have a strong lean on this one. I do think the Raiders win a close game at the end. So I'm passing this one. I don't, I don't see any value here. All right, Ross. Let's finish it off. Monday Night Football: Dallas Cowboys minus three at the Arizona Cardinals. Total forty-seven. I gotta think the Cowboys are going to play better after that debacle in Denver there's got to be some reaction to that on their part the question though is are they going to really go in Arizona and beat them by a lot I don't know Arizona played better in the second half on Sunday in Indy and they've had a lot of near misses in terms of touchdowns that I've noticed already you know J.J. Nelson should have had a touchdown Carson Palmer to Larry Fitzgerald should have been a touchdown so they're actually better I think than their numbers indicate I do think Dallas gets the win late, um, and I do think the total's about right. It feels like a 24-23 type of game to me. This is another pass for me, unfortunately. I was putting a lot of bets in early. This is a pass for me. I, I don't know. I, I guess I would lean Arizona, but I don't have a really strong lean, which is why I'm, I'm passing the game. I like Arizona plus three. I will love them when it goes to three and a half, which I think will happen. The handicap here, I'm shocked this line is going to go to three and a half because Dallas played so poorly last week. And you look at the book on them, their defense is their vulnerability. They lost four guys in the secondary to free agency. And now they got three cornerbacks that are injured. So they got cluster injuries at cornerback. Dak's got a banged up ankle. So the team is injured and their defense, especially in the secondary, is completely in shambles. I don't care they shut out the Giants. The Giants shut themselves out. I think Dallas's defense is going to be very bad for the next month. Arizona's going to win the game outright, so I should be putting more on this, but at, at only plus three, one unit on Arizona, but 
if you're greater can, when it goes to three and a half, which it will go to, let's go ahead and put two more units on the plus three and a half, if and only if it goes to three and a half. All right. I love it, Steve. Let's see how it goes, man. I love it. I love tracking these bets, you know, and seeing them on my – I keep them on my phone, and I'm watching the games, and let's go under. I feel like I'm rolling dice, and I want them all to come up just double singles. Let's do it. Let's get the under. Well, Hopefully we can at least have a uh, another in the week, you know, another week in the black and just keep earning units for each other and for uh, for the listeners. Ross, I'm in the shadow of Palms Place Tower. There's a condo with your name on it. In the future, you keep this up. I love it. Hopefully. Let's do it. You know what else we should do now that we know exactly what we need to bet? You go to betonline.ag. You use the promo code EVENMONEY on your first deposit to earn a 50% welcome bonus and up to $2,500 worth of sportsbook free plays. Look, here's the deal. BetOnline's football odds are released before every other sports book, giving you the opportunity to get the best value. Plus, they've got this state-of-the-art live betting software, so you have more chances to bet and win. Be sure to take advantage of your risk-free $25 on your first live bet. Free $25. Don't miss out on betting tonight's game. Visit betonline.ag and use promo code EVENMONEY. I'm talking about Thursday night's game if you're listening to this Wednesday night Thursday night's game make sure you use the promo code even money though to score your $2,500 bonus and so you get that free $25 on your first live bet that'll do it Stevie love 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 the even money podcast please spread the word and spread the wealth I love that more people are listening each and every week we get more tweets about it again he's at Fezzik Sports I'm at Ross Tucker NFL everywhere Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and the whole deal. Um, I love it. Hopefully some of you guys over in the UK will meet me at the Monkey Puzzle on Friday. That should be a lot of fun. Other than that, good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast, all available on iTunes at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found.